Hello and welcome to episode 21 of the Pen Addict Podcast, your weekly show where we discuss pens, paper, and the analog tools that we love so dearly. I'm Mike Hurley of the 70 Decibels Network, and I'm joined by your host, the Pen Addict himself, Mr. Brad Dowdy. Hello, Brad. Hey, Mike. How's it going? Very well, my man. This episode is brought to you by Zoomf and Squarespace, and you're going to hear a bit about them in today's episode. So you just come back. Oh, happy Independence Day to you. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you. You know, I, I, I celebrated by uh, working all night. <laughs> no, no rest for the weary. I was, uh, you know, my, my job is a 24-7, 365, uh, you know, job. And uh, I, I drew the short straw and, and was working. So, you know, the the funny thing is I, I, I work third shift and you know, I was driving into work last night, and there's usually no cars on the road <laughs> when I'm going into work. But man, there are cars everywhere. Last night, every, everyone was out for the Fourth of July. So, oh, really? Yep, yep. So uh, I I didn't do too much celebrating. Oh, that's a shame, man. But you had a week off, though. I, don't know I did. If, I, I did. And if, it was uh, a it was a it was a good vacation, good recharge uh, with the family. And you know, I I didn't think about it while I was on on vacation. But when I got back, I was like, you know what? I was I was gone for a week. I don't think I picked up a pen at all. Like not even once to to write a note or or wow. anything like that. I think you it was, uh, was kind of strange. I think you're going to have your pen addict card removed. I know. It it was weird. <clears throat> I was actually, you know, I I, di- I didn't think about it at the time, you know, I'm just having vacation, you know. It was went to a went to a beach, you know, and got the family and so I'm doing all kinds of things. It's all good and it didn't even didn't even cross my mind, which was which was a good thing. So you know, nice nice little break from the pens, and I came back, and I was like, oh, hey, look, there's all my <laughs> there's all my pens in my pen case. I wonder what I should use. So my precious, of course, I, I I I drop I jumped right back into the. Uh, I guess we're I guess I have a pen that should remain nameless, and you have a pen should that should remain nameless. Is that yeah, what we're going to attempt to do? Try to do that. Yeah, our friend. Uh, our friend Anna on, on Twitter. Uh, I sent out before before the, today's episode. I sent out a call just to see if there were any topics you know people wanted to hear. <laughs> and Anna said, "How about trying to get Mike not to say for the whole episode? Try to get Brad not to say for the whole episode." So I guess I failed already. Yeah, you have failed already. Do you know what yeah. I'm going to do? Hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, blank out the names. <laughs> And then uh, I'm going to put a link in the show notes to the tweet so people can see, although I'm sure they already guess um, what they are, but um, I'm going to blank them out. Yeah, but just in case they're, they're, they're listening without, not, without knowing the backstory, the, uh, the little blank outs. They're wondering if, if, if something's wrong, so that, that'll be funny. So there you go. But yeah, it's kind of hard. Uh, it's kind of hard not to talk about them, you know. They are uh, that our was favorites. that was probably the first pen I, I went back to. You know, went back to work. You know, broke out the trusty vanishing point and and went to work. Although I will say, I've been using more and more fine tip gel pens at work recently than the vanishing point. It's going more to like a fifty fifty type of thing. Um. I'm needing some of the different colors for some of the you know projects I'm working on and, and things like that. And I like the gel, the gel ink pens. Okay. So you know, just so I can mix and match, do some colors. You know, like I'm, a, you know, when I'm laying out projects or, or doing things like that. So I use the for general writing, general notes, things like that. But when I'm you said it break, again. I know, I know. But yeah, I got to get my money, my money's worth. That was an expensive pen. 
I know, but now I'm going to have to blank it out again. No more. I know. I'm not going to do it. I'm, I'm, well, what's your favorite pen, Mike? I can't even remember. <laughs> so that's, that's what's been going on with me. I had a, an inadvertent uh, pen vacation as well as a regular vacation, but I'm, I'm, I'm back in the saddle now. What's been going on with you? Um, I, I haven't, um, I haven't, unfortunately, I've not purchased anything recently. Um, gonna have to make a change to that soon, but I don't, I haven't really got any, bur- anything burning on the, uh, on the, on the, the, you know, must buy list at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been continuing to use and love my, uh, Pellet Journal, um, with the, um, with the field notes. And yeah, books inside that I spoke about, I've been speaking about for a couple of weeks. I've been, you know, with all of these sorts of things, with a notebook that you're carrying around with you, you've got to use it to get the most out of it. And I, I really have. That that was such a cool idea. I'm still really, really excited about giving that a shot myself. I haven't done it yet, but I, when you said that, I thought that was just like the biggest no-brainer idea ever. Something so simple, um, you know, with the product that you like and use and are familiar with, you know, to, to slide into that Pele and, you know, allows you to, what do you have, do you have, do you have it with uh, three field notes in it yet? Or are you still using some of the Pele paper for now until you use it up or how's, how's that working? I haven't really worked out how you could comfortably get free notebooks in it. If I'm <laughs> yeah, being not totally a, honest. Uh, yeah. It, it gets pretty fat. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> it's certainly something, not something you could carry in your pocket with three notebooks. No. So I don't what, know, do you carry it in your pocket with just with what you have, or are you just keep it in, in your backpack or I something? I keep it in my backpack, but I carry it around a lot. So I'll pick it up, um, take it to places with me, you know? Uh, um, just like, you know, carry it in your hand, like if you're going to walk around the office or going to Starbucks or whatever. Exactly. Kind of like, like your man purse. Just like my man purse, which exactly. I also carry around <laughs> when I'm drinking my girl drinks, eh, Brad? <laughs> and... Uh, and yeah, and, and it's it's been it's been just an excellent experience, and I'm happy with just I just have the one field notes and then the the Pele insert. Okay, um, so you got two inserts in there. I've just got yeah, I've got two books in there. Okay, I, I you know I'm I'm sitting on one. I, I I've got one. I've got the black leather one, um, and I haven't used it yet. It's you know I I got kind of I don't know I got a few things stacked up. I I need to get trying and. You know, note, notebooks are harder to test out for me than pens, right? I mean, that's a lot bigger commitment than, you know, I can take a pen out for a couple of days, you know, just use it exclusively, you know, take it for a test drive, do whatever, and write a review on it. it it's not that easy with a notebook for me. You know, I want to give it some more time, you know, break it in, see more more about how I'm going to use it than, you know, just a straight review, you know, paper quality and, and build quality and things like that, like I do on a pen. So, right. I tend to, you know, I have several cool notebooks I need to to review, and those, for whatever reason, tend to get pushed to the side a little bit. I don't know why. I think it's just a, I think it's just a time thing. I can do the pens quicker, and the notebooks, you know, it's a bigger purchase, so I want to give it more time. So I just, I, I need to get on that one because you're making me, <laughs> you're you're making me anxious to to try it out and make a kind of make a conversion, you know, make it, make that notebook something I carry around with me all the time. And, uh, I need to get on that. So aside from pen that can't be named, what, what gel pens have you been using then? You know what? It, it's, it's funny you ask that question because I'm going back to one that 
has been an all-time favorite of mine. It didn't make my recent top five list. Um, but for some reason, at work, at the office, this pen works great for me, and it's the Uniball Sino DX.38. Okay. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, a, it's the perfect kind of pick-up-and-go pen for me. Like I can have five of them laying around in different colors and just pick one up and go do something. Um, you know, if I was sitting down writing – you know, I'd use the the pen that can't be named, or I've been using the the Pilot High Tech C point three, which I like so much. Now with that pen, the the high the High Tech C, it's a I've talked many many times about how it's kind of a little touchy, finicky pen, right? If you pick it up, and sometimes it takes a little scribbling to get started. Well, sometimes I don't I don't have time for that, so I grab a DX, and that people ask for. You know, colored ink recommendations like colored gel inks, who makes the brightest or the best colors. It, it's the Uniball Sino or Signo DX line. And for me, bar none, um, the High Tech C has some great vibrant colors, but the DX colors are really, really excellent. And I use, I mean, I, I probably use five or six colors all the time. I mean, literally I don't know, several times a week, you know. Basic black, blue black, lime green, sky blue, um, the yellow, I think it's called, I get all the yellows mixed up. I think this one might be golden yellow. I'll have to look. Um, and the purple, um, those are kind of my main go-to wow. colors. You when use I'm a lot of them. Yeah, I mean, and I'll keep them all sitting, sitting right on my desk next to my notebook. So when I'm working on, you know, I, I have a project notebook at work. And then that, you know, that's not open all the time, but it's sitting there. Mm. And then I'll have like a scratch pad, you know, for just quick jotting down stuff. Uh, my project notebook is that big Doan um, idea journal, which is the greatest notebook of all time, um, in my opinion. And it's not even close. And then I have a little Rhodius scratch pad there that I just jot down things. And, you know, and I'll, I'll just keep a stack of those Uni Sino DXs and all those colors laying there, like by my project notebook. And when I'm working on something in there and, I don't know. It's just the easy grab and go. So that's that's kind of a a, a resurgent pin in uh, in my arsenal of late. Because when I was working at the house full time for jet pens, I never used that pen, and I don't know why. I don't. I guess I didn't have the need for all the different colors, and I wasn't really using the you know the black, the basic black or the basic blue for day to day stuff. I was using I don't know anything. You know, testing out all kinds of different pens all day long. Anyway, mm-hmm. so I never really had the need, but now it seems that I, now that I've gone back to work, I, I did this before when I was, you know, I went back to my previous job when I was there the first time. I used a DX constantly, and now it just kind of happened. I didn't even think about. it. I was just like, that's the best pen for the the situation I'm in, and that's always key. Good stuff. Yep. So, uh, should we do our first sponsor before we move on? Yes, let's do it. So, um, obviously, joining us this week because they are awesome is Squarespace, and they come back to join us again for another month. So, I want to talk today about. Um, I want to give people a refresher. I want to give this is what I'm doing this week. I'm trying to give a refresher to our listeners or some information to new listeners. A good roundup of all, some of the fantastic features that Squarespace have. Will you indulge me with that, Brad? Will you absolutely do this? I might even chime in. I would like you to. Um, Squarespace give you everything you need to create a website or blog 
um, all in one package. They integrate absolutely everything, so you only have to be concerned with paying one fee, one account, and everything's taken care of. The stuff you don't want to have to manage, like hosting, you know, statistics, that sort of stuff. You just want that stuff to work. You don't want to have to be setting up a hosting account. You don't want to have to be putting code into your site to make sure you can get analytics working. Well, Squarespace, they just, they have it all built in, you know, all all as part of their plan, all as part of their packages. They have powerful tools to help you create your site um, using their simple-to-master WYSIWYG design editor, or you can even hack around with the CSS if that's your bag. Um, they have beautiful templates, really well-designed templates that you can build on using their editors. Um, and they also integrate the Google Fonts library, so you can choose some real great fonts um, to make your site look absolutely fantastic and really readable um, without, again, having to enter any code for it. It's just as part of the package. Their hosting is absolutely rock solid. Not only is it simple and you don't actually have to configure anything, it never goes down. Their sites are so strong. Um, they are what's known as the tier, they use tier one hosting. Now, it's, you know, if you go on to, if you go look at the Squarespace site tour, they explain stuff like that. You don't need to know about it. You just need to know it never goes down. They also provide you with excellent analytics so you can easily understand the traffic to your site, who's linking to you, who's searching for you, that sort of stuff. They have a great iOS app that lets you see those stats and post on the go. You can have free custom domain names with every annual plan purchase. They set up Google Apps integration as well, so you can use um, email with the new domain that you just purchased. They have a great blog importer um, that will take care of everything for you, that, as we've spoken about before. Brad's helped develop in some peculiar way. <laughs> um, anything I've missed? Um, the iOS apps. Yes, yeah, um, so I, I only I briefly mentioned that or the not, app. But I only briefly, briefly mentioned it. Yeah, that's been my that's been my new favorite thing, and I've I've mentioned it several times before. And I, to be more specific, it's really the the access to the comments on um on the iOS apps. That's been a huge. It's been it's honestly made a change in my workflow mm-hmm. on on the blog because I've turned off. Um, I used to. You know, at, at TypePad, I just in like with any blog host, you get a comment, and you, you know, you, get, you can turn on to send it to you an email, right? And that way, you can follow up with it. Well, the the Squarespace apps, iOS apps, are so good. I've turned off the email, send the send the comments to my email address. So I've really, I've gotten a reprieve in my inbox from all the comments, and I can just you know, I take the time every day to just log into the iOS app, look at the recent comments because I like to. You know whether you like comments or not. That's a that's a uh, <laughs> that's an episode for some of the other shows on the network. Um, but I, I do like comments on my blog, and I like to make sure I reply to everyone who has a question or is looking for feedback. So that's an important thing for me. So instead of you know just fire hosing those comments into my inbox, I flat out turned them off, and I make time you know a couple times a day to go into the iOS app and respond to any any comments that uh, I have. And it's really it's actually changed my workflow and it's made my inbox much more manageable um so that's working out really well for me awesome so squarespace um they've hooked us up with a couple of great deals you can go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels to cite your two-week free trial and after you've played around with the trial and you decide you want to sign up for an account use the coupon code 70 decibels 7 that's 70 d-e-c-i-b-e-l-s-7 at checkout and you'll get 10 percent off your first purchase thank you to squarespace for sponsoring so 
What do you want to talk about now, Brad? Yes, yeah, so like I mentioned earlier, I didn't have a I didn't have a big list of topics for today or nothing, you know, one huge topic that I wanted to cover. So I I, I sent out a, a a call for ideas on on Twitter this morning. We got some good ones and uh, one, one a really good one, which we I don't think we've completely delved into is, is came from uh, Mary Collis who uh, who writes a blog called From the Pen Cup, who's really really good. She does great, very thorough reviews and she has a great writing style. I like reading her, um, her blog entries. So, and she, she tweeted says, how about a pen wish list? What are you and Mike drooling over that you don't have yet? And I thought that was a really kind of, really kind of a good topic that we haven't, you know, uh, approached, you know, we talk about what we get and how awesome, you know, some like we've had, you know, I've had, we've both had, you know, pens we shall not name on wish lists that we've ordered, mm. but you know, what other things have, you know, you know, tickled our fancies. Or in 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 my case, I, you know, I have a wish list item that uh, almost for Kickstarter, right? I don't have. There's not. I don't have like a wish list of a pen that's in existence. I have a wish list item that I would like to be manufactured, <laughs> or, or me manufacture, or me work with someone to get manufactured. You know, things like that. So, it, it, you know, I, I sent out a link this morning. Um, if y'all don't follow Patrick Ng on on Twitter. Um, We'll, we'll put a link on show notes. This guy, he, he lives in Hong Kong and, you know, he works in the, in the stationary business and, and things. So he gets a lot of uh, advanced looks at things. So if you want to see some neat stuff that you will add to your wish list, he sent out a picture on Instagram this morning. That's actually where I caught it first and I retweeted it of a, a new Coico AL sport model. I, he calls it the, he says it's Coico's new AL sport shiny fountain pen and I don't know if that's the official name of it, but it's almost like a mirrored barrel instead of like a brushed aluminum. It's a shiny mirrored barrel. And if I've ever had a pin on the wish list at the top of the list, it's going to be this one because that picture he sent out is awesome. You you got to take a look at that pin. It's incredible. It's like a mirror finish. Yeah. Really nice. Yeah. That's uh. I don't even know how to describe it. It's awesome. You just you're, you're gonna have to look at the link of this. Um, when I saw I sent out that pin this morning before I sent out you know the question about topics, then Mary sent about how about wish list, and I was like, well, <laughs> if there's a pin on the wish list right now, it is sure as heck this this AL sport. I don't know anything about it. Um, I don't know when it's coming out. I, I mean, maybe it's a prototype. He doesn't act like it's a prototype. Um, you know this if. If I'm ranking a wish list, this is number one, and there's probably not anything else close. Um, so, so that's something I'm I'm really anxious about. But one pen that I've always wanted um, for a, a, a kind of a I don't know wish list item or just you know a fantasy pen or a manufactured pen, and and I didn't know you were gonna you know, uh, get into the Uniball Sino DX conversation earlier, but I have always wanted an aluminum barrel Sino DX. Right. Um, they make for, you know, the inexpensive plastic barrel gelling pins that I use, you know, people have, you know, why the high tech C became so popular on Kickstarter was people did not like that barrel, right? It's kind of cheap and lightweight. Well, comparatively the Sino DX, 
or Signo. I, just for, for everyone that's going to email me, I know it's Signo. I just can't say it. <laughs> I prefer Signo. Too many years in my head, it's been sucked. So Sino is is what comes out. I apologize. <laughs> it just seems more natural. But you know, it in compared in comparison to the high tech C barrel, it's a much much sturdier and more durable barrel, right? I mean, it's it's a little more heavy duty and um, it's got a nice rubber grip. And I've always thought Uniball was kind of missing the mark and not having an upgraded barrel for the DX. Um, you know, they do like, they, they have some jet stream, you know, upgraded barrels, you know, like the, that are aluminum and have a, um, their alpha gel grip. And, you know, they have several up, upgraded barrels to the Uniball Kurutoga pencil, you know, the roulette and the high grade, the DX is gotta be one of their most popular pens and it doesn't get any, you know, barrel love. It doesn't. It doesn't have that next step up. You know the, you know five to ten dollar or probably ten to fifteen dollar barrel range. There's not like a premier. Uh, the the Sino two hundred seven has an upgrade barrel option, right? It's got a Sino premier. I've always wanted a DX upgrade barrel. There's been projects on Kickstarter that have added the DX as an afterthought, right? Like the 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 PHX one. Um, said you can fit in a high tech C or a DX. I didn't have a good experience with the DX. The, the high tech C fit in that barrel great. The DX did not fit in very well for me. And plus, that was a really heavy barrel. I think that was a stainless steel barrel. Or I think I'll, I'll have to go back and look. Um, but the same guys that did the PHX one have now come up with a this solid titanium pin plus stylus. Um, I don't know if it fits the DX or not. I'll have to take a look. Um, Let's see here. I've got it pulled up on my screen. No, it fits the, the Sino 207 and the Sino RTs and the Sino UMN 152, which is this is the UMN 151. So we'll have to see if this fits. Um, but I've always thought just a very specific, you know, barrel for the Uniball Sino DX has been on. That's been a wish list item or a, a fantasy item of mine for probably three years now. Just because it's a really good pen and it, it, it deserves a little bit more, so I, I've rambled on <laughs> long enough about that. But that's 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 something I think about. Like you know, if I was you know um, had a you know was a manufacturer or wanted to get in on a project, I'd design it around this barrel, and I honestly wouldn't change very much as far as dimension wise. I would just make something nicer for it. Um, you know, th- it doesn't need a, a $100, you know, pen barrel to, to make it a great pen. It's already a great pen, but you know, just something a little bit nicer than the, the base plastic barrel. So that's, that's kind of my all time wish list pen. If there was, if there was one thing out there that I could upgrade that I don't understand why, you know, based on the, the rest of the Uniball market out there, why it hasn't gotten that upgrade love yet. So mm. what about you? Do you have any, uh, wish list items or, uh, or some people call them a, a Franken pen. You know, when you're putting together a, you know, you like this about this pen or like this part about this pen, and kind of mash them up together. Is there any pens that have been uh, you've been looking at recently? Well, I definitely have a wish list pen, um, but it's I know it's such a far way away that it's kind of unattainable, really. Which is the Lamy Dialogue Free. Yeah, it's like three hundred dollars. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, my voice even cracked. It was. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like a $300 pen, and it's a fountain pen. So it's retractable, like pen that cannot be named. But it's by twisting, not clicking. Um, I really want to try out that mechanism. Yeah, I, I I held one at the pen show where I picked up the uh, pen that cannot be named. And it's an impressive pen. Yeah. Um, and I know you're you, both of us are, are, are fans of Lamy, and they make really good, really good quality pens. And um I don't know if that's on the wish list for me. It's on the radar for me. But yeah, it, it's kind of cost prohibitive right now. That's that's one of those, uh, you know, have to think about it for a good long while and, and see. But it's it's a beautiful pen. It looks great. Yeah. Actually, you know, it, since, since you've mentioned that, if any, if any listeners have a Dialogue 3, email me or email Mike or, you know, send us, send us a message. We'll, we'll get all our contact information. I, I'd, I'd like to hear about it and hear more about what you think about it. And heck, if you wanted to, you could even do a guest post guest review, you know, on, on the pen Attic blog about it. Mm. Um, it's just because it's one of those pens that, you know, it, it, it's awesome looking and it's, and it's beautiful, but you know, you're, you're not just going to, you know, wake up in the morning and decide to drop $300 on a pen. Right. Yeah, you, know, you gotta you gotta think about it. And make sure it's gonna fit into to your to your use, and you know you 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 got room to use it. You don't want to buy that pen and and have it sit there and collect dust, right? It's a real beauty, and uh, I I really would like to get my hands on one of them. Very 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 nice looking pen. Yeah. Um, in regards, I've been trying to rack my brain in regards to like a. A Franken pen, as you call it, and I don't think I have. Do you know? I don't actually think I have one. Mm-hmm. Um, I would maybe like a. Um, you know, I'll tell you something. I would quite like my favorite pen in the world. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love it. See, I think it kind of doesn't count if we're talking about it, but name. But uh, I know, but, but it's never not really mind. working out well for us, is it? I would love it in the form factor of a Kawiko. Yeah, shorter, shorter. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do. They, I believe they do shorter ones, and I haven't seen them in okay. person. So they may be, um, they may be what I'm after. But that would be really cool. I think like a nice that, one. That's a good idea. I, I I like that idea a lot, actually. And I think even if they even if they don't do it, that's something that I would think they could pull off pretty well. I don't well, know. They do have one called the Mini Elite series. I don't know how small it is. It's eight point five centimeters. So that is actually quite small, isn't it? That seems pretty small, yeah. Who's the probably around, Yeah. I'll have to look at that one. Do you have a link to that one? Put it in the show notes because I want to see that. I haven't looked at that. Yeah. Okay. I will write yeah. the name out in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> we won't blank those out. Or you could just you could just make them, you know, the white background or whatever background and people will have to, you know, highlight over to, to see the name. That that wouldn't be very nice, would it? I can't find um on jet pens that the length of the Kuwaiko. Um, there, you have to scroll down probably a little four, bit. I'll find it's 4. it. 4.1 inches. Mm-hmm. Now I need to work out inches to centimeters. Dear, oh dear. Who, who knows, Matt? Who knows these systems? I'll bring Freak. up my fancy uh, ruler. It's actually, whoa, that, what happened there? That was my ruler. It's a, it's one of these, it's, this is one of these rulers that's probably not TSA compliant. <laughs> okay. Do you know what? It's actually smaller than a Kaweco. It is because what's four inches is a little bit over ten, right? Yeah, 
this that's there you go i've just added something to my wish list <laughs> like it's literally going on my wish list now see aren't you glad we had this episode and you know what we can blame mary for this we get called enablers all the time you know what mary call us you're an enabler yeah see what you did to us see what you've done <laughs> no we we love you mary you're awesome yeah and, thank uh, you Everyone that uh, everyone that uh, gives us a hard time about uh, getting to, into their wallets, we think it's we think it's fun. We think it's funny, and you know what? We try to, you know, we certainly don't tell you to spend your money, but you know, if you are going to spend your money, we hopefully give you some good information that you can make your decisions off of. So we give you good things to purchase with that money, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, that's kind of the that's kind of the wish list stuff. Do you want to uh, you want to? Get in our uh, second sponsor here, real quick. I do, yeah. Our second sponsor is Zoomf. Now, that's Z O O M P F. What Zoomf do is they make software solutions for website creators to find and fix performance issues that may be impacting the speed and responsiveness of their site. Faster websites have better, more engaged users, better Google rankings, and an overall improved user experience. When surfing the web, we all want it to be snappy. That's what keeps us coming back to a site day after day. Zoomf check your website against 400 performance best practices, and they find server issues, including compression, caching, and HTTP connection problems, design issues like both bloated images and unused styles, and many more, including some browser-specific issues that may be slowing your site down. For each of these problems, when they highlight them, Zoomf will tell you exactly what the issue is, why it's important to you, and clearly detail what you need to do to resolve it with a step-by-step guide. Go to zoomf.com slash free, that's Z-O-O-M-P-F dot com slash F-R-E-E to get a free performance analysis where they'll show you all of the problems that you may exist on your website. And if you decide you need their services to help with the step-by-step guides so you know how to fix the issues that they found, you can get 20% off the lifetime of your account by going to zoomf.com, that's Z-O-O-M-P-F dot com forward slash 70 decibels. So there you go. Thank you very much to Zoom for sponsoring. All right. So, you know, Mike and I, the last two episodes, Mike and I talked about our top five pens and we got in some lists from readers and we talked about it on the show and we got a, we got another one this week. And I, I think it's kind of a fun, fun topic to hear about other readers and listeners, uh, top five pens. Um, and so we'd love it if you guys would continue sending in your top five pen lists and we'll read them read them on the episode on you know episodes when we can fit them in and, and things like that so uh, you know mike and i you know we look at a lot of pens and things but there's always other pens out there that we haven't heard of or haven't used and we always want to hear you know what what y'all's experiences are with 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 pens so you know definitely send us some top five lists and and we'd love to read them on the show and we got one we got one today from uh joe lebo who writes a blog, and we'll have all this in the in the show notes. His blog is called A Young Old Soul, and he did a blog post on his top five pens after listening to our episodes. Um, this is a really good list. Um, did, did I? Did you take a look at this link, Mike? No, I. I it came up. Um, mm-hmm. I when it came when they sent when Joe sent it in. Um, I was recording, and I've been recording all evening, so I've not been able to take a look at it yet. No problem. I, you you will be very familiar with number one on this list, as as I am. It's it's the Lamy Safari EF nib, the black matte finish. Do you have that model? Uh, I don't have the black matte. I wish I did okay. though. I have white. I, 
yeah, I've got the I've got the black mat, and the EF nib is black too, which is is killer, and the clips black. That's why I, I love. That was before I got uh, got into the pen that shall, shall not be named. That was probably one of my favorite uh, fountain pens. It's really nice. So that's his that's his number one. Um, number two is a awesome pen. It, it's a favorite of mine. It didn't make the top five, but it's always there and it's always in my pen case. And it's the Copic Multiliner SP. Uh, 0.5 millimeter. Um, are you? I don't know how much we've even talked about that. We've probably talked about it in passing. Um, but it's a it's a drawing pen. You know, it's an art pen. You know, plastic tip uh, art pen. But it comes in a really really well made aluminum lightweight aluminum barrel. And on top of that, it's refillable. It's refillable with ink. The the tips are replaceable if you damage one. You know, I mean, a lot of artists go you know, go through a lot of uh, Plastic tip pens, you know, they're not the most durable, durable pens in the world. It allows you to keep that nice aluminum barrel and replace the parts as you go. Um, he, Joe, even mentioned that. Um, it, it, let me let me read what he says about the the Copic Multiliner because this is this is my favorite entry in in his post. He says, "I have a very Type A black and white regimented personality, which doesn't lend itself very well to being creative. It only took one time using the pen to change that. I immediately felt more creative while using it during a recent work related training session, where I even tried my hand at sketch noting. The pen is built solidly and should last me a long time, considering there are replacement nibs and ink cartridges available. Thanks for the recommendation, Brad." Um, that's a it's a really good pen and um you know if you're an artist or or a creative type that's that's certainly one that should be on your radar um i i thought that was a a really neat entry because i i i'm very much the same way type a black and white regimented like you know i'm very detailed and anal and i feel like i'm not creative but when i use those types of pens sometimes that helps get those juices flowing so that was that was a cool one to see on the list they do a point oh three nib. Yeah, <laughs> and one of the manufacturers does a point oh oh five. How? I, I don't know. I've got one laying around here somewhere. It, it's impossible to use. I mean, it, it's it's not something I can use. Why does it exist? It's, you can hardly see the tip and you know, you feel like you're just going to break it the first time you use it. But I guess for, if you're really slow and doing extremely detailed work, um, I know pilot makes one, but the, the pilot drawing pen comes in zero zero five and the standard Copic multiliner, the plastic barrel, not the SP might come in that width too, but I'm not positive. There's a couple of manufacturers that make a zero zero five. That's crazy, isn't it? Incredible. I don't even know why you would why somebody would want it, but yeah, you have to have a very specific use for that. I've actually, I've, like I said, I've bought one. I've got one laying around. I mean, for me, I I could never use that pen. I think I might have even reviewed it at one time. I might, I think I bought it on accident, thinking I was buying a zero five, <laughs> and bought the zero zero five, and I was like, what is this? What has happened to you? <laughs> I think I, I think about the pilot. It's probably a review from like four years ago or something. But anyway. <laughs> Joe's Joe's number three is the Twisby Diamond 540 M-Nib Clear Demonstrator. And I've talked about my Diamond 540. It's a really beautiful fountain pen. Um, you know, um, I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's it's a really it's – a, it's a fountain pen user's fountain pen, if I can say it like that. You know, it's not extremely portable, 
like a safari is. Um, it's a little bit bigger, a little bit wider. Um, the cap doesn't post, um, you know, for as well for writing on the go. But if you're, if you know someone that uses fountain pens, this, when people talk about fountain pens, Twisby makes fountain pens, you know, they're very traditional looking. Um, they're super high quality at a really good price. So seeing this on a, on a top five list is no surprise at all. Um, number four, I'm not allowed to say, but we'll say, I will say that it has crossword in the name. Okay. Yeah. Um, I know what that was. I'll, yep. I'll put that in the show notes. Yep. I'm allowed to say that word, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, I don't know what else I can say on that one either, but that that's kind of a no brainer for, uh, for you and me and, and everyone that listens to this show, they, they know all about that pen. <laughs> and now the last one is a really, really good choice for a top five. And one I consider from time to time, um, cause I always carry one with me, but I don't have it in my top five, but it's the Fisher space pen bullet black matte finish. Now you're familiar with the Fisher space pen, right? Mike? Yep. Okay. This bullet black matte, it, it Joe's, Joe's a, Joe's uh, list is is really good. It's it's a lot of exact. He's very exact in in the things that he he likes. And I have this exact Fisher Space Pen. I only have one, and it's this bullet black matte finish, and it's really nice. And in his his notes are are interesting. And I'll tell you why. Let me read what he says. He says this is a great everyday carry pen, especially when paired with the matching black clip and a field notes notebooks or some frictionless capture cards. You can write at any angle on any paper in any temperature or weather condition. You can always trust this pen to capture whatever random thoughts pop into your head. Here's what's interesting about this, and this is a little sidebar. He mentions the frictionless capture cards, and those are made by our friend and, and podcast mate and designer to the stars, Aaron Mankey. I met Aaron in person back in March of this year, and he had in his back pocket his stacks of the previous iteration of the frictionless caption cards, which were the Helvet Index cards, right? Mm-hmm. So he pulls that out, and Joe, do you know what pen he pulled out to use with that, <laughs> with that set of cards? The Fisher Space Pen Bullet Black Matte Finish with the matching black clip. Wow. So great minds think alike. <laughs> I thought that was interesting when I read that. I was like, you know, that's the exact pen that Aaron carries around with him to use for his capture cards as well, so... I thought that was pretty neat. It's a good list. It's a great list. A great I, I love this list. It's kind of got everything in it. Um, you know, I I mean, hey, this is you know, he's got he's got all the bases covered and um you know, it's got some some really the the best thing I like about this list is these are not your typical not a fly-by-night disposable type of pen. Like I, I include the Pilot Hi-Tech C and even in when I talked about reviewing it, I say I keep one everywhere, you know, because it, eh, it's disposable. These are these are pens that you will have for a long time. He's he's done some good work, put some good thought into this list and uh, we definitely really appreciate it and we'd love to have other people's lists and, uh, you know, you can send them, you can send a link to me on Twitter at Dowdyism, D-O-W-D-Y-I-S-M. You can go to pinatic.com, hit the contact button. That'll email me directly. Um, you know, I, any other readers that want to send me a list, you don't have to do a blog post. You can send me, send it to me in an email or, or anything you'd like to do. And I, I'd, I'd be happy to read them and, and share them online. I think it's a, it's a fun thing to do. 
Excellent stuff. So, uh, I'm also on Twitter as well. I'm iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. I think we've about wrapped up this episode, Brad. Would you agree? I think so. Excellent. Um, so, yeah, thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of the Pen Addict Podcast. I'm Mike Hurley. He's the Pen Addict, Brad Dowdy. Until next time, bye-bye. Bye-bye.